Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Have you ever had a ringing in your ears that never seems to go away, especially after being in a nightclub at a loud match or maybe even after having the flu or just being stressed? Well... This could be tinnitus and overexposure to loud noises can make a permanent. So how do we prevent that from happening? That's very important. Well, Kathleen Daffy is the tinnitus advisor with Chime, the national charity for deafness and hearing loss. And she's here now to tell us all about tinnitus and how you can prevent it. How are you? Hi, good morning, Jen. Good how are morning. you? Good morning. So, Kathleen, first of all, um, what is tinnitus in, in layman's terms? Okay, so tinnitus is the perception of sound in the head or ears that doesn't have an external source. Okay. So it can be heard as a hissing, a ringing, a buzzing, virtually any type of sound. It can be a hissing. I didn't know that. I thought or it was only a, a clicking. Okay. There can be lots of different sounds. So not everybody hears the same thing. And some people hear more than one sound. Okay. And that can be quite normal as well. Um, so just any sound in the head or ears or perceived that doesn't have an external source is defined as tinnitus. Gotcha. Okay. And how can this affect people's day-to-day lives apart from being extremely annoying? Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it, Jen, is tinnitus isn't assessed actually on the basis of how loud it is or whether it's a constant or intermittent sound. It's assessed on the basis of how it impacts your life. Yeah. So regardless of the volume, regardless of the intensity, some people can have it and can very easily divert their attention away from it. And it doesn't bother them in the day to day. But some people can find it extremely intrusive. Mm -hmm. You know, it can affect sleep, obviously, is probably one of the biggest things that we would we would see people struggling with um, and quiet resting activities. And is it permanent? Um, yes, yeah. technically, kind of once you have tinnitus, you have it for life, but it's all about learning to manage it. And that's really what I'm here to talk about today. OK, can we talk about how to prevent it, first of all? Yeah, so um, I suppose you have to look at the triggers for tinnitus. So a trigger for tinnitus can be something as minor as a bad ear infection or you know, bad head cold. So it might be impossible really to completely prevent it. But another trigger, a very common trigger would be hearing loss. So obviously that is something that you can try and prevent. So, you know, exposure to loud noise, protecting your hearing in different environments. So like you said, concerts, nightclubs, that type of thing when you're exposed to loud music. And also, you know, day-to-day things, using power tools, that type of thing to just mind your hearing and protect your hearing. Yeah, sure. Okay. So for people who do suffer with it, how do you manage it? Um, So it's like, I suppose that's where Chime services would come in. Um, I believe the first step in learning how to manage any condition is understanding it. Mm -hmm. And the first step when you would meet with one of Chime's advisors is sitting down and talking about your tinnitus and, you know, getting a bit of detailed information on what it is and how the brain... um, how the brain processes the sound. And I suppose that's what determines really how much you'll suffer with it, is how the brain reacts to the sound. So in a lot of cases, people that really struggle with tinnitus, it's it's not that the tinnitus is there, it's that, that when the tinnitus presented, the brain um, reacted to the tinnitus like a, a threatening sound, a threat. And the brain is responding in that way. So it almost subconsciously monitors the sound. So stops you from that 
naturally habituating to the sound. And that can trigger lots of anxiety as well and stress. And sometimes all those symptoms can be a little bit of a vicious circle because Mm. the more stressed you are, the more elevated your tinnitus can become. And the more elevated your tinnitus is, the more stressed you are. So it's trying to break that cycle. Sure. My brother woke up one day with sudden death syndrome in one ear. One, wow. All, all yeah. of a sudden it just went. It happens to one in a million people in the States. It's, it, it was crazy when it happened. And tinnitus was in the other ear. And it, it took him weeks. Obviously you're suffering, he suffered from vertigo and balance was off and it was just such a different world he was in. Yeah. Now fast forward a couple of years later he lives a very happy normal life. Um, but he di- it did take a long time for him to accept what was yeah. happening, I suppose, and manage that and manage that in a way that he, he could. Um, are there new technologies or research that can help alleviate the symptoms of it? Um, I feel I suppose the management of tinnitus, is a, a lot of it is more psychological. Okay. It's understanding it. It's learning to manage it. But there are some devices available like, you know, on Chime's website and in, in our resource centres, we'd have like bedside sound generators. So a sound that you can plug in on your bedside locker to provide contrast to the sound of the tinnitus. You know, they would particularly... Uh, normally be kind of um, relaxation sounds like sounds of the sea and sounds of water and that type of thing. And they can provide contrast to the sound of the tinnitus to make it easier to sleep. Um, mm. So a lot of those technologies would be around sound to, okay. to help manage it. A lot of text coming in on this. Somebody says, I got tinnitus uh, by a music speaker at a wedding and that broke uh, 10 years ago. I find coffee makes it louder. Yeah, research really shows that um, any kind of, you know, alcohol, caffeine, salt, chocolate, all those type of things um, rarely have a huge impact. But, you know, it is a daily thing that people would say to me, this is a trigger for me. Wow. Um, My advice would normally be everything in moderation. You know, if you're drinking an awful lot of coffee. That can impact on your stress levels, I suppose, in the sense that you'll have withdrawal symptoms if you don't have your cup of coffee. And that type of thing can impact more. But again, tinnitus is a very individual thing. So Is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody else texts in, Hi Jen, I got tinnitus through listening to earphones too loud as a young lad. It affects me every now and then, but can be quite sore when it happens. Another texter says, Hi, I'm 32-year-old. I'm a farmer. I've developed tinnitus about four weeks ago. So this is quite new. I work with loud machinery, but I am diligent with ear protection. I can deal with it during the day, no problem, as I'm distracted. But as soon as I go to bed, it's annoying. I'm sure that's fairly common. My doctor took my bloods, blood pressure, and also my ear syringe, but it's still here. I'm worried uh, that it, it might not go away. Yeah, I would. It's it's good that that gentleman has been to his GP and the previous caller mm-hmm. that experiences pain. You know, tinnitus isn't usually associated with pain. So if there is pain present, it's definitely a trip to your GP. Yeah. It could be an ear infection and, or something. And Sarah says, I have uh, suffered with it for 24 years. My advice for any sufferer is that you have to make friends with your noise. There's a certain element of that, mm. a certain element of acceptance. Um that's easier said than done, I suppose, depending on how you're struggling. But definitely the support that we would offer help people to reach that point, Do you know, um, get it a little bit under control. And then when it's a little bit under control, that that 
threat reflex, the condi- that conditioned response that the brain has to the tinnitus reduces. Sure. And then it's easier to kind of make friend of it, if you like. Can you tell me what, is it Meniere's disease? Yeah, so Meniere's disease is... I suppose tinnitus is a symptom, you know, okay. and many years disease is a disease in which tinnitus, hearing loss are, and vertigo are symptoms. But, you know, just because you present with a hearing loss, tinnitus and vertigo doesn't mean you have many years disease. That would have to be diagnosed by an ENT specialist or whatever. Um, but yeah, many years disease is a condition, okay. a, a disease in a disease. which... Um, tinnitus, vertigo and hearing loss are symptoms. So just judging by all the texts coming in, would you recommend we all try and protect our ears at concerts and uh, with earphones and all that th- and all that type of thing at all times? Because this can happen to anyone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, you know, there is a tolerance that your ears have to, to noise exposure. So if it's, you know, a, a short burst of sound, it may not be as damaging as regular constant exposure but definitely attending concerts and that type of thing you know in Chime Resource Centres we sell little party plugs we call them and they're an earplug designed for that type of concert environment so it doesn't block out the sound completely it just dampens the the dangerous volume you know they're very loud especially kids if you're taking kids to concerts absolutely definitely use protection there okay so tell tell us a bit about uh, Tinnitus Awareness Week 2024 when's that happening yeah so Tinnitus Awareness Week is um, internationally um, marked on the the 5th 5th to the 11th of February Great. this year. So Chime will be holding various different events in their resource centres nationally and we'll have um, a series of online events every morning from the, the 5th is the bank holiday so from the Tuesday to the Friday we'll have um, one of our senior audiologists John O'Brien will give a talk on the Tuesday morning we have Helen McGrath a counsellor and psychotherapist speaking about mindfulness we have um, Dr James Jackson a psychologist talking about tinnitus and Covid Okay, and Dr. Lawrence McKenna, a clinical psychologist, talking about tinnitus and sleep. So a lot happening that week yeah. with Chime. And if people want to get in touch with Chime, where can they go? So yeah, you can go onto our website. That that um, registration link for the Tinnitus Awareness Week events is live now. Okay. So our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and our website or your local Chime Resource Centre. And if anybody isn't very tactile tech savvy and has difficulty logging on and accessing these online events um, some of our Chime Resource Centres are going to host viewing parties if you like so we'll bring you into the Resource Centre and we'll have the presentation Great. up online for people to access if they've any difficulty Brilliant. Sounds good uh, Kathleen thank you so much for coming in and giving us that information Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare always a beat ahead visit leiahealthcare.ie Leia Healthcare looking after you always